Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join us for the very first IFL Live at London's Indigo at the O2, Sunday, August the 13th, with me, Coogan Cassius, and some very special guests. Eddie Hearn, Darren Barker, Johnny Fisher, and more. Tickets now on sale. So in the words of Eddie Hearn... You get up, you dress up, and you fucking show up. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm here in Manchester, and I've got to say I'm delighted to be joined by Clarissa Shields. There's a reason why you're in Manchester, but first and foremost, you're just off a flight. How are you feeling? I feel good. I was able to give me a little nap in. Now I'm about to eat. Then I get to go to the big fight. Well, you're going to eat some Nando's. I just found out you're a fan of the Nando's. Well, Nando's is across the street, so I'm guessing you're going to go across the street for some Nando's? Yes, I love Nando's and the chicken and the rice and the corn, the little, whatever that little... Seasoning is it's all good. Petty, petty. Yeah, I love it. Petty, oh, petty, petty, yes, right? Petty, okay. Petty, yes. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, we're here in Manchester. There's a reason why you're here. Savannah Marshall and your friend, uh, Franchon Cruz de are fighting each other for the undisputed super middleweight titles. Um, probably a dumb question because you're probably biased when I ask this question. But your thoughts on that fight and who's gonna win? Well, one, I don't like how you announce Savannah Marshall name first. Franchon Cruz is the undisputed Sorry, champion. Bye, 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 bye. Okay, so it's Franchon Cruz versus. The former champion, Savannah Marshall. Um, I believe that Franchon can come out victorious tonight. Um, I'm I'm here strictly to support her. I, I seen some clips where um, Savannah said I came over here to see her, and she called me and she texted me. Not in her fucking dreams. <laughs> um, I am Team Franchon. Um, I'm a fan of women's boxing, so I like to come to all the fights anyway. But I'm definitely here to cheer for my sister, Franchon. I don't know if you've seen the press conference and the, the weigh-in from yesterday. It seems like both girls, they, they've been going at it. And it's, like I said to you, you brought that out of Savannah Marshall, that she's known as a silent assassin because she doesn't say much. You brought it out of her when she was talking a lot and she was giving back a little bit. But it seems like she's got that fire in her belly again. And her and Franchon were going at it during the press conference and, and the weigh-in. What do you make of that? I didn't bring that out of her. Savannah Marshall was never a silent assassin. She has always talked shit the past 10 years that I've since I fought her. She's always been a trash talker. I mean, maybe she's just not as loud as I am and had the fights of th- that I've had of my magnitude, but she started the trash talk between her and I. It wasn't me. 
I'm a undisputed champion. Why I gotta be beefing with a girl who ain't got no belts? So she started the trash talk. Um, but I did see it. And I was just shocked, you know, to see that Savannah really thinks that everything is still all about her and I. It's not. I beat her already. She talks as if she hasn't lost still sometime. And the way that she was talking to French John was so disrespectful and just so just. It's certain things you can say in boxing. But for her to say that an undisputed champion is lazy, to say that franchise only game plan to beat her is to be is to make it ugly. It's like is she taking the fight serious or is she underestimating another undisputed champion? Because she definitely underestimated me. She said that, but to underestimate it's like I don't know if she learned from her past um, shortcomings. I don't know, but I, I seen a trash talk. And it's the same. I hold it. You sure? Oh. Okay. And it's the, and it's the same thing um, from the fight before. So I don't know. I think that um, I think what Franchon said was valid. You know, she's she's a first place loser. You know, and she's very entitled and um, just needs to like humble herself a bit more and, I, and and that's not saying like don't believe in your skills and your power and everything because she does have that but it's like give respect where where respect is due and uh, she just has to me has been saying some of the most off the wall stuff to Franchine and Franchine has, has come back and something that Franchine said that was very valid was Savannah had 10 years 10 months and 10 days to get ready to beat me I'm the only girl she ever thought about, she ever mentioned. She basically built her whole career off I beat Clarissa and the amateurs. And then she loses a unanimous decision. How embarrassing. Well, if anyone's probably more equipped to talk about this fight, is you fought both girls. You fought Franchon and you fought Savannah. Now, to break down, to break down the fight, now obviously you mentioned Savannah's power. She has got a high knockout ratio. Um, Franchon's known as the heavy hitting diva. She does have that come forward, big swinging. She does try and knock you out. How do you see this fight? Can you see drama in terms of knockdowns and maybe even a stoppage from either go? I can definitely see some knockdowns. They're both big, strong girls, you know, so if somebody has their hand down, somebody not doing what they're supposed to do, somebody loses focus for a second, they can get caught with the big, caught with the big shot. Now, how they both will take it, I don't know. But I'm saying that Franchine has been around for a long time. She's a live dog. She really wants this fight for her legacy. And she's the undisputed champion. She hasn't come all the way over here to just lay down. I think that from she's seeing me and Savannah Marshall fight in person, from that day she felt that she could fight Savannah Marshall and that she could beat her. Um, I think it was the reason that Savannah skipped 168 and came straight to 160. And I believe, believe that that reason was Franchine Cruz. It's not an easy task for anybody to just fight against Franchine, especially for the, the Undisputed Championship, and win. So I think that being over here will definitely give Savannah some more, um, you know, a little bit more fire or whatever. But also, too, it's that pressure of letting her whole country down a third time because she's done it twice now. You do, she do it three times, you know. Three, three times a charm. Hang it up. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> let's, talk about the, <laughs> just, let's, let's talk about the rematch then. Obviously, probably the UK fans, we probably want to see you rematch uh, Savannah. But like you say, Franchon is a live dog in this fight and you are good friends with Franchon. So 
If the rematch happens with France John, if France John gets a victory tonight, there's a two-part to this question. Where would that rematch be? Where would you like that rematch to be? And same with Savannah Marshall. Would you come back to the UK for Savannah, or would you like that in America? So, so the first question was, perhaps Franchon wins. wins. If Franchon was to win, which I believe she will, I would like to fight her in Detroit, or we can fight in Africa. Mm. I would love to, because that's where my legacy is taking me, where I can go and fight in other countries. Um, so yeah, D, uh, Detroit at Little Caesars Arena, or Africa. Now, on, on the flip side, mm -hmm. if Savannah Marshall wins, right? Um, of course, there would there could be a rematch between her and I. But I need people to understand, I'm not coming back over here to the UK to fight against Savannah Marshall. Why? Because I do not like her. That's why. She has been totally disrespectful. She's a liar. She's tried to um, demean my career, even even after I beat her. She's been on a live news station on Sky Sports saying that I don't sell tickets. I'm hard to work with. I'm a terrible person. Where is she getting all that from? Just spitting out lies. And I just fought in Detroit, an hour from my hometown, and sold out and sold 12,000 tickets. Like, what are we talking? So that's why she's not getting another opportunity over here. She can come to Detroit and fight me just as French on, or me and her can fight in Saudi. We can fight in Africa also. But she's not getting another chance to fight me here in the UK. The fight won't happen. Well, that's, I mean, the fight's happening tonight, so we can look forward to that. But just outside this fight, I'm going to just ask you a couple more questions. Now, Karen Dubois, is, uh, she's probably one of our up-and-coming superstars. She's 21, 22 years old. I know you like her, you like her style. Um, she looks up to you, I believe, as well, which is, which is probably good, good for you to hear. Um, so what do, you, what do you make of Karen Dubois? And obviously, there's talk about Michaela Meyer, maybe a, a, maybe a step too soon, somebody like Michaela for Karen Dubois. But what do you make of Karen Dubois so far? I think Caroline Dubois is doing her thing. Like, she is aggressive, she's strong, she's fast. She's in a gym all the time, working, getting better. She knows she has a ways to go. And um, I think the thing that she wants to accomplish in me being a role model, I think that um, she knows it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a lot of grit, a lot of, a lot of challenges and everything to get to where she wants to get to in the sport. And she wants to be the next Clarissa Shields or... Clarissa Shields mixed with Caroline. You know, she wants to be something different, and she's proven that with all the knockouts, the highlights, um, just being very humble and doing her thing. Like, And then, I mean, she she's calling girls out. She called out Michaela Mayer. Um, I just told her she can do whatever she put her mind to. If that's the fight that she feels like she needs next or that she wants next, it would be a huge step up. But Caroline is going to be world champ multiple times and I don't even know what weight class is because it's possible for her you know to fluctuate up and down so um I I can't say if the fight with Michaela is too soon or if it's should be more I don't know only only her and her team know I just know that it's a tough task mm. Michaela Mary is a tough task I have seen this girl in the trenches from the amateurs to the pros and she's not going to go in there and lay down for anybody. She's going to strategically, strategically game plan, build her strengths up. She's stronger at 140, and it'd be a great fight. I feel like I just don't want it to be too early for Caroline. So um, just keep getting better, keep adding. I think maybe two, three, four, whatever, she can 
take keep taking step of fights and not think that the fight will, or, will organically happen between her and Michaela. One more question on this, the women's boxing, because women's boxing is flying right now. UK, even out in the US, like you said, you sold 12,000 tickets out in Detroit. Now, there's always been this dispute in women's boxing. Who is pound for pound? You or Katie Taylor? Right? There's, always been, there's always been that dispute. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the discussion was there at, uh, for something. But now, obviously, Katie Taylor lost against Chantal Cameron. I just want to get your thoughts on that fight, if you saw it. And can Katie Taylor get to Chantel Cameron in the rematch? Katie couldn't outfight Chantel, and she couldn't deal with her power. But I think skill-wise, she's a better fighter than Chantel. Um, I've never seen it as a debate on who was pound for pound number one woman. It has always been myself. Um, one A, one B, Katie Taylor. Whichever one is first place, I'm I'm first. Um, and that's not to degrade anybody. But now I guess since Chantel has beat Katie, maybe. Maybe Chantel thinks she's the goal now. Who knows? I don't know. It's all, awesome. it's all ridiculous. I think that if you watch Chantel fight and you watch me fight and you watch Katie fight, you watch all these girls fight who I, a lot of, who I have a lot of respect for from Amanda Serrano to Alicia Baumgartner, Michaela Mayer, Franchon, Savannah. All these girls, I look at myself, listen, I am number one. Pound for pound, skill-wise, accolades-wise, I'm undefeated. I'm number one. And and that's not a knock to them, but I don't see how they ever was comparing me and Katie. And, and, I, and I, honestly, I just I just hate now that they're saying, like, oh, since Katie lost mm -hmm. to, 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 to Chantel, now it solidifies my supremacy and being gold. And it's like, are you guys stupid? No, it no, no. It has nothing to do with me. I don't become bigger because Katie has to some become smaller. That's not how it works. I'm the better fighter. Rather, Katie was to go 100 and 0 in the pros. Mm -hmm. I am the better fighter. Rather, I retire right now and never fight again. Until she can outperform me and do the things that I've done, she can't be pound for pound number one. I think that her taking the fight with Chantel was. Uh, took a lot of grit, you know, to fight her at that weight class, to go for her undisputed championship. Because who doesn't want to be two-time undisputed? I'm three-time undisputed, so who doesn't want to be two? So I think that that was a big step up for her. But I didn't become pound for pound number one because Katie lost, like, like no disrespect. And, like, the fight was close, too. I actually felt that on the, on the scorecards, maybe Katie should have got it. But it was one of those, you know, you, you won the fight but lost the war type of deal. Mm -hmm. Like, Chantel definitely outfought Katie. She outfought her. She hurt her. And she just got more aggressive and stronger as the fight went on. And it seemed like Katie just couldn't deal with that. But she was still able to edge out some rounds to me. So, it was a good, it was a good fight. But Chantel Cameron can't beat me. I've got to say, you mentioned like being the pound pound number one, the guat, the accolades, the undisputed two times, three times. What's, what more is there to do? What gets you up in the morning to keep doing this, to keep fighting? I mean, you beat Savannah Marshall, who's your biggest rival. You've become undisputed. You've, like I said, all these accolades. You are the GOAT. So what gets you out of bed? Honestly, I just want to just be prepared for whoever they build up as the next best. There's always somebody working their butt off to fight you. There's always somebody looming in the background, seeing you with your, you know, with your bling on and your roly and your rings and your hair and your glam. And it's somebody who's like, I want that. So I just want to be ready that if somebody who wants what I have 
I'm just ready to fight and um, defend my throne. That's all. So that's what gets me out of bed. It's a lot of girls calling on my name. It's girls who I want to compete against. You know, if anybody thinks a girl is even close to my level, I'm like, okay, well, let, well, let me fight her so I can show you. Mm. It's levels to this. I, I've yet to fight somebody who I feel like, okay, I feel like I'm here. I haven't fought somebody who's here yet, who's even on the, you know, if you want to say equal level. Savannah may have had the knockouts and everything, but she was not. I'm high tier. She's like mid-tier. She wasn't. I heard, I heard something that French John said, and I was like, why'd you say that? But whatever. She said that Savannah did better than what she thought she would do. Everybody thought Savannah was going to knock me out, knock me down. How did she do good? How did she do, do better than what, people, than what people expected? People expected her to knock me out, put me to sleep, uh, me to go out the ring, eyes all closed and everything. She didn't, she didn't even get a knockdown. She didn't even hurt me. It's like she caught me with a shot in my eye and I and I couldn't see for a round or two and I still won those rounds. It's like she did not do good. Her her doing good would be do at least something you said you were going to do. You're going to knock me out. You didn't even knock me down. So, how did you do good? And that and that and that's my question to everybody that was tuning into the fight because if you go back and you watch everybody predictions, oh, so I got Savannah in the later rounds, knockout, 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 knockout. Nobody was saying Clarissa was going to win. French on knew, of course, but it's like she did not do good. Savannah did not do good. And I hate when I hear people, I, I, well, I hated hearing that from her. And it was like, she didn't do good. It wasn't good. Her, her doing good would it be at least knocking me down and then still losing. <laughs> Because she's not going to win, no matter what she would have done. I've got to ask this, but I'm going to take a hard segue. I know you're pressed. There's more media out there to, to do some interview with you. But I'm going to take a hard left here, a hard segue left. Now, I was on... Going? I'm, I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to go somewhere. Now, I know you, you Sonny Edwards is fighting Bam Rodriguez. Now, I know that you said Bam Rodriguez would stop Sonny Edwards. <laughs> so, I've got to ask. Sonny Edwards says if he wins, he would like to take you out. You said not in a chance. <laughs> have you had time to think about it? And if he does win, would you let him take you out? You know, I'm a woman of my word. Okay, if if Sonny wins, sure, we we can go on a date. I'll sit across the table from him, eat some food, talk some shit. Why not? Um, I'm a single woman now. But like I said on Twitter, I don't even know where that even came from. I just started getting all, all these mentions, and they're like, "That's Sonny," and then he tweeted, and I'm like, "What the hell is going on here?" <laughs> I didn't even know what was really going on until I really like had to like dissect it and I'm like oh, okay but sure if he beats Bam I guess that like like that'd be great like that'd be great motivation for him to have a chance to take the gold out on dinner he win I go on a date with him for sure why not Nando's Na Nando's is the place to go but if you know anywhere better you know Tell him that the flight and everything is on him. He got to fly me over. Or he come to America. I'm sure he'll come to America. Okay, we'll come to America. We can go to one of my spots and whatever. It'd be cool. If he wins. But I I'm a fan. And Sonny Edwards is pretty funny, if anything else. But sure, why not? <laughs> Clarissa, thank you so much, man. Look, look, look forward to the fight tonight. And uh, like I said, you've got more media behind you. So um, I'm sure you've got plenty of time for them as well. So thank you so much. And I'll see you tonight. Thank you, Clarissa. Are you ready for the memes now? <laughs> Maybe I start putting me and Sonny Edwards in pictures together. <laughs> I'm going to make one right now. Thanks, Clarissa. <laughs> 
Join us for the very first IFL Live at London's Indigo at the O2, Sunday, August the 13th, with me, Coogan Cassius, and some very special guests, Eddie Hearn, Darren Barker, Johnny Fisher, and more. Tickets now on sale. So in the words of Eddie Hearn... You get up, you dress up, and you fucking show up. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.